big AI crypto move coming? Did we just find the next hidden gem AI project? Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. views expressed by speakers on the bean pod are solely their opinions you should not treat any opinion expressed on the bean pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy but only as an expression of their opinion this podcast is for informational purposes only welcome to the bean pod this is shane aka the jolly green investor and this is josh the nifty investor today we're going to be revealing what might be the next hidden gem ai altcoin what the heck is this thing we've seen it popping up on our feeds and now is the time to dive into it because when you compare it to some of the other gems that we've discovered in the past, AI related, you know, BitTensor Tau before it went and did 10x, or Rai before it did 5x, mm. I think this one kind of fits into the trifecta of true hidden gem AI projects, and we need, need to discuss it today. For sure. It kind of has this allure, this mysterious allure about it. One, because it's super early stage, even though it's been in development for a long time. No one really knows much about it, although we've done as much research as we possibly can and we'll reveal it to you today, so make sure to watch to the end. And it's very difficult to obtain right now, which we always say if something is hard to do in crypto, it's usually worth doing because once it gets easier to obtain, once this altcoin starts to get onto more mainstream exchanges, typically, obviously not financial advice, typically the price will go up when it's easier to get, right? Yeah, it's like the Bitcoin ordinals that was popping off for the past couple months mm -hmm. right it's like it requires so much additional work it's not like you just hop in your metamask go on uniswap and boom you got it this one required a lot more effort and time to actually go and identify where the hell to even buy this thing for and sure i think that's one of the biggest obstacles right now for the project but as you alluded to whenever so whenever something takes a bit more effort and time it's definitely worth it and we've yep. seen that with like BitTensor staking for example exactly right? so. or even BitTensor, like tau at the start was not available on any top exchanges no. and then now it's slowly beating you know, us on BitGet. now it's on this one that one that's why you know as the easier it is to get the more people buy it it's just natural right yeah so this one you need to go to an obscure exchange was it trade ogre or yeah something, right? so there's th three ways there. there's trade ogre i think safe trade or next trade or something like that and you can also buy it otc through their discord which is not easy at all <laughs> no. right so very very e it's early stage that's why we said that and then because these are really obscure exchanges you probably don't want to keep this token on it mm. so then you need to go and create a 55 character seed phrase then you need to create an ID, mm -hmm. save some weird wallet extension yep. to keep it secure. Yeah. So there's a few steps in the process. But as we said, it's always worth it. So look, the, one of the first things that pulled us towards this project. So by the way, the name of the project is Cubic. Q-U-B-I-C. It's uh, one of the first things when you start reading about it is, okay, this one is founded by like a notorious successful crypto founder. This guy, Sergey Ivan Cheglo. He founded IOTA and NXT. 
Now, NXT was the most successful ICO ever. It did a 128,000x. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you saw that massive spike yeah, in the yeah. chart, right? You look at the chart, it's hilarious. It's ridiculous. And IOTA did a 13,000x since yeah. ICO. So, first of all, you have a founder that has extremely, you know, a very successful past in crypto. And he's been working on Cubic for over 12 years, even though it's now just coming to, to fruition. So even though it is a baby, the founder is very experienced. So anytime you have, you know, like a, a crypto, a pillar in the community doing a new project, you should take notice. And he's also one of the pioneers behind Proof of Stake as well, which kind of makes this project pretty interesting mm. because it's not a Proof of Stake project. It's more of a pr Proof of Work. Yeah. And it's something known as useful Proof of Work. Yeah, it's probably the most like... So first of all, okay, what is Cubic? It's as Josh said, it's useful proof of work AI based blockchain. Now, what is one of the biggest selling points about Cubic that drew us towards it, other than obviously the founder? It's this different way that the proof of work is built and its connection to AI. It's really interesting, right? Yeah. So it's a layer one chain where they have smart contracts, oracles, and value transfers. What's really interesting about it is you know what right now, for example, Every, all the retail is going back and you're on Ethereum and you're making a swap. And it's like 50 bucks in gas fees. But this one, it's fee-less transactions. Mm. So that's that's great. That's yep. what you want, right? Also has sub-second finality and all those other beautiful things that For sure. a lot of these projects are attempting to ob ob obtain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so with this useful proof of work, it's actually using the energy for good. So with Bitcoin miners, that's like one of the biggest knocks against it is like, oh, well, you know, looking at the Congress people and trying to set these laws and everything. It's like all oh, the energy it's using up, it's so bad for the environment. Well, the energy that's used for mining in this with cubic actually gets used for a really good purpose. And that's AI training of models. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I really loved about the whole way that cubic is built. So, you know, going back to Bitcoin and all of the old school proof of work blockchains in order to mine their blocks, they're solving complex mathematical equations just like obscure equations, just to prove the work, right? They're not really advancing anything in society by just the actual fact that they're completing those equations, right? Yeah. But with Cubic, they're, instead of solving random mathematical equations, they're helping further the development of AI machine learning models, and that is what is used to mine the Cubic blocks. So it's, they're furthering the development of AI by participating in the Cubic blockchain. And that right there, I think that is just absolutely genius because as we've said many times, AI is about to consume the entire world. Mm. So when you have a blockchain <clears throat> where the quote unquote miners are furthering the development of the most important technology humans may have ever created, that right there is game changing technology. We've alluded to this in previous episodes as well is how much power actually goes into training these models. You know, the chat GPT-3, for example, uses up as much power as an entire subdivision. Mm. So when you have to, you need a lot of power to train these models. And now you have a, a protocol that's actually doing that. And it's using the energy efficiently for that reason. Yep. I mean, it, it's pretty good. For sure. And now look, when you, when you start to do research on Cubic, I'm not going to lie. It's very complicated. Mm. This is one of the most technical projects because it's brand new. It's different than a lot of the blockchains you come across. So the way that it is kind of set up here, the Cubic network, it's divided into three groups. So there's the candidates who are miners that are just running software. Then there's the computers. So these are like your main network validators and miners. And what I like is that the network every, I think it's every week, they drop the underperforming third, the, the one third of the miners that are underperforming, yeah, the they get dropped 
and then they bring in brand new ones. So there's a constant competition for the 676 approved computers or like validators or nodes. So it keeps it fresh and keeps it competitive. That part I really like. So it's not just like once you're a validator, your node, you're good. No, you have to continually show that you're performing well. Kind of like BitTensor with the subnets where anyone can build a subnet on BitTensor, but if you're not performing well, you get replaced by another subnet. It's kind of what you, you want from an AI project, right? Mm. You have a room full of super smart people and then you ask a bunch of questions and then the weakest links, they're removed. Yep. And you bring them in with more smart people. For sure. And then it just keeps evolving, right? 100%. So it's really good that way. Uh, another thing I really liked about Cubic was <clears throat> deploying the smart contracts. So, you know, you talked about these computers. There's 676 of them. When you try to deploy a new smart contract on that, you need to, it has to, the smart contract has to go for a vote. So I guess what, two thirds have to be, have to vote on these smart contracts for it to make it onto the main network, which we'll talk about burn mechanism later on. What's essentially happening is you're having an audited project coming onto the Cubic network. It's already gone through the validation process right. from all these miners. So now you're not getting a project on Cubic that can get hacked. Right. It's already been through the process versus other chains. Anything can Just be all kinds of junk. Anything can be deployed and yeah. then a hack occurs. For sure. So it's also adding security as well. Yeah, it's a really interesting way they've built up the whole ecosystem. That when I say it's technical and complicated project, it's I think it's really just because it's different. It's different than anything we've seen. And I think that's what attracts us towards it. So when we go into kind of the cubic token, the tokenomics, the burn, so this is where it gets now, this is where it gets really interesting and why you need to watch to the end, right? Because mm. this is where it gets crazy. So cubic, the cubic coin, quote unquote, coin itself is not just a currency, it's energy, it's energy on the blockchain. So the max supply is 1000 trillion. Yeah, it's a lot. So that's obviously some ridiculous number. Yeah. But it's because the tokenomics are hyper deflationary. So if the supply ever gets too high, then they will decide to do a massive 1 trillion burn per week. And the way that, so in order for, anytime a smart contract is deployed or interacts with each other, cubic's burned. Anytime anyone does anything on the blockchain, Cubic is burned. And one of the big ways that Cubic is burned is through these things called quote-unquote IPOs. So this is for when new projects come on the, on the blockchain. And this, I think, is one of the parts that we really like. I really like these IPOs because it's transparent, right? You, you talk about some of these other projects that are fair launched or no ICOs or all these things. But realistically, some of these projects that are fair launched... They're not actually fair launched. You know, you're getting all these other members of their communities who are maybe receiving tokens early, getting the contract address early. It's not fair. Mm -hmm. But these IPOs, it's transparent and it's like a fair way that everybody can actually gain access through these voting rights. And when the IPO is launched, there's a huge burn of the token that actually occurs. Mm -hmm. So I think like, what was the first one? It was a DEX. And 15% of the supply was burned yeah. on that day. The massive. Which is huge. huge. So this makes it all like a very deflationary token. Yeah. So the first, it was, it was called QX. It was the first DEX. Uh, that one, yeah. 15% of the supply was burnt at one go. There was another big IPO coming soon for the first Oracle on Cubic, which they expect to be another large burn. So, you know, a lot of people are going to look at the token and say, look, it's so, there's so many tokens in circulation. There's so much emission of this Cubic token. How can it ever pump? But this is another really interesting part. Because it's hyper deflationary and so many tokens are being burnt through smart contract interactions and IPOs and everything else, the market cap can actually go down while the price of Cubic goes up. Mm. So the, mar the fully diluted market cap right now at time of recording is somewhere around 250 million. And the price of Cubic, I don't know, it's something 0.00 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a lot of zeros. But 
if the market cap goes down to 150 million and there's so many tokens burnt, the price of Cubic, the coins that you own in your wallet, will, can actually increase. So it's one of these very unique hyper deflationary tokens that you don't really see a lot of, which I think it, once this thing really gets going, that could actually contribute to some mega pumps. So something we really, we really like is the tokenomics, the fact that tokens are burned and it's hyper deflationary. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about these IPOs, the more smart contracts that come online from these devs, the more IPOs should be occurring, the more burning that should be happening. Yep. So in theory, the price of this token should do quite well in the long run. For sure. Especially when it's attracting developers because A, you get audited so you come on safely. It should attract investors because you know you're getting access to safe projects. There's no hacks that are going to occur. You have all these miners competing for this the for the 676 spots. Yep. Then you have the fee-less aspect, so there's no transaction costs. So once you start to get all these projects coming on board and they start to see like, hey, there's something here, yep. something valid. Mm -hmm. We have this hyper-deflationary environment. That's crazy for the token price. Yeah, I think some things could happen there that really people don't under quite understand yet. And then, you know, we, we always, we've multiple times we've compared this to BitTensorTau and I think that's the community is very, very strong. So the reason that we've done this episode today is because people kept commenting on our post. Cubic, 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 cubic. So eventually Josh and I look, all right, we, we got to look into this project, right? And you go and you start doing research. There's a ton of, you know, really interesting documents that have been written about it. Obviously the founder being so established in crypto. You go into the Discord, there's a ton of information about Cubic, but it is very clear two things. One, this is still a very early stage project. This baby has just been born. Like I said, like the first IPO or project that launched on it, the DEX, that was just happened. Yeah. The ecosystem is brand new. And number two, what I've learned is that the community is in it for the long haul and it's very powerful. So the, the people that are competing for these miner spots and mining cubic, they're not dumping these tokens no. because there's so many deflationary aspects of earning, of holding the token that could potentially lead to massive longevity, spikes in price, all that kind of stuff. The community is, all, there's tons of like community initiatives going on saying what projects they need, what projects they want. People are answering questions. So I get similar vibes to BitTensor from Cubic in multiple different ways. And I think it's still very early for this one. Yeah, as the ecosystem expands, that's where we're going to see more burns. Uh, because they are fee-less, they're really good for micropayments. So like the utility, it's like, what is the utility of this project moving mm -hmm. forward? The utility could be micropayments because of the fee-less transfers. Um, we've talked about the power. You know, it's, it's useful proof of works. So the energy is going towards training AI models. You know, another very important aspect. I see another utility for supply chain logistics because of the smart contracts, mm. uh, which have all been audited, by the way. So there's some really powerful tools in which Cubic can actually be utilized moving forward. Yeah, so the name of the, w the way that it's like useful proof of works called AI Garth. That's like the name. The layer of, two. Yeah, it's like the whole. So that when that actually f goes to its full fruition within the next couple of years, that could be, it's a game changer about how people on the blockchain can help with the development of AI while also mining on the blockchain. I think AI Garth could it's, itself just be one of those things that people start to understand and, and take, could really take off. And Cubic is kind of the, the pioneer for that. So I think it's, it's got a lot of really cool things going for it. And look, I think just the fact that it, it's early stage, um, and it's not on any exchanges, like when it starts to get onto the, you know, tier three, tier two, tier one exchanges, you always see price pumps, obviously not financial advice, but Josh and I like to get into projects early that are very interesting and new takes on existing technology. And I think Cubic ticks a lot of those boxes. Yeah. Especially when you look at the decentralized asset distribution, I'm like, I think that's gonna be a big thing moving forward as well. People are tired of getting burned on 
token generation events and all these other things, right? Yep. So to have that aspect as well built in, it ticks a lot of boxes, especially when as it forms into the AI, AI narrative. For sure. And I think so long term, I've, you know, I'm getting deep diving into their Discord and asking questions. And it's like, all right, there's all this information about what Cubic is now because it's so early. But what what does it want to become? What is what is the future goals and problems it's solving? So some of the answers were like, it handles complexity behind the scenes so developers can focus on creating. So one of the things they're going to be doing is it speeds up development because instead of always having to create these new complex smart contracts, it's all integrated via, via an API. So like an API with Web2 is super easy. You plug and play API. So that's what Cubic is going to build towards. So when developers come to Cubic, boom, you integrate with an API, build a brand new DAP in Cubic, super easy. Yeah, seamless. So I think it's going to make it really easy. Uh, it also enables cross-chain experiences right out of the box. So again, it feeds into interoperability. That in combination with AI and everything, I just, I think it's, um, look, I, I've personally invested in Cubic. I think it's just going to be a set and forget long-term hold for me because once AI really starts consuming the world, I think these interesting AI projects could really run. Yeah, I think we can, like we said, put it into our trifecta of the perfect AI projects. Mm -hmm. We can put Cubic in there now alongside BitTensor and Orichi. I mean, look, even if you say like the uh, fully diluted market cap is 250 mil, that's still an easy 10x and it's less than what fully diluted Tau is right now. Yeah, which right? is 7 billion, I think. Yeah, so like even though you might say yeah, 250 mil is a lot, but there's going to be multiple AI projects, this is just my personal opinion, in the next bull run that will be 100 billion or more. Yeah. AI is going to dominate the world. I we saw know. fucking Cardano go to 100, 100 billion last bull run. This bull run, there's going to be more money and these are actually real projects with real ecosystems, whereas Cardano might just be vaporware. <laughs> yeah, you remember so, that like their website doesn't even have fucking... Yeah. So yeah, I mean, oh look, obviously God. none of this is financial advice. We're just saying, look, we found this new cool AI project. Have a look at it. We'll link their website in the comments. And yeah, if there's anything that we missed about Cubic, if we've had the Cubic community here watching this video, let us know in the comments. We're always happy to do a follow-up episode about this interesting coin. And then tune to the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.